What's good? This is Marcus, and I'm super excited to announce Chai Tea Vibes Lo-Fi Radio. This is a 24-7 lo-fi radio stream. We're going to be adding new vibes to this channel all the time. Whether you're studying, going on a long trip, cleaning, or just looking for something to set the mood. Instead of going to Lo-Fi Girl, why don't you check out Chai Tea Vibes Lo-Fi Radio today? Let's lock in. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Dead Free Podcast, your number one stop for marriage and finance. Me and Shira paid off six figures of debt and since then, we've been chronicling the journey to financial independence, early retirement, wealth building, all those things. And on this journey, we may stop and talk to some other folks that are doing something similar. We may bring them on the podcast and have a great conversation. But we're really here for you, right? This is the this is a family thing. And we're here to talk about all things economy, U.S. economy, black community, marriage, all that stuff. So welcome. Shara, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. <laughs> He's had a little horse there. Ooh, Shire. I need some water. You had a little frog in your throat. You know, uh, it's a little later. Yes. And that's because someone was very adamant about watching all of the football games today. <laughs> and usually on Sunday evenings, I just want a couple hours to unwind. Yeah. But, huh, it's football season, so... Yeah. Yeah. Is the season. Shire. I guess I have to be flexible. Yeah, Shy, you know, it's playoffs. None of my teams are in it, you know, but we, we're we in Northern California, so I was kind of rooting for the 49ers to, you know what I'm saying, make some noise and everything like that. Of course, they lost, and then my other the other team I wanted to lose won. So it's just, it is what it is. But yeah, you have to watch it, Shy. I'm sorry, you know. No, you had to watch it. Even the Super Bowl, though, Shy, you have to admit, you. You even watch the Super Bowl, you know. It's it's a, it's an experience at this time of year, you know what I mean? I watch uh the commercials and the halftime show. The halftime show. Rihanna this year. What do you think about that? 
I don't think anything. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see. And um, maybe there will maybe there will be something to talk about. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, but good for her bouncing back after having that baby. That's about as much as I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. So it's gonna be it's gonna be lit. But anyway, well, Shire, I'm glad to be able to sit down and uh, talk about this topic. I think it's really interesting. One because. Me and you talk about this off mic often. Well, less less often than we did, but uh, we talked about you know me wanting to move to the south or move just states at, at you know at some point in my life, and we've had that discussion. So this article is really interesting because we're going to be talking about the Great Migration back to the south for many African American families, and we're going to kind of look at the numbers and. Maybe even see why they're migrating. Uh, Shai, do you want to touch on what made you want to talk about this, or did you not want to go there? Not... <laughs> why are you saying like that? Like something made me. Well, well, you know how this triggered triggered you to want to oh. talk about it, or oh. is it? Should we address that on another pod? <laughs> no, I. You know, I think it will actually come up. Okay, um, okay. But there's actually a term for it, and it's called. The new great migration. Mm, okay. Okay. And this is an article by William H. Frey. Oh, this is from new... Brookings.edu. I like that. Okay, go ahead. I'm yes. Sorry. So it's a new great migration. It's bringing Black Americans back to the South. Mm. It's a rel- relatively recent article, and thought that it was pretty interesting. Um, we won't read the whole thing, but you yeah. know, we'll take a look at the beginning. And it says beginning early. In the last century and continuing for decades, black Americans took part in a great migration that saw millions move out of the South into other parts of the country. But over the past 50 years, that historic event has reversed as many returned to the South in a new great migration. So, yeah, I I think we've seen it in our own family mm-hmm. living here in California mm-hmm. and with other, you know, African Americans who live here in California. Um, there's an origin story yes. about, you know, a grandparent or a great grandparent or even perhaps a great great grandparent yes. that made the journey from the South to California. Um, I know in, in my family, uh, they're, they made the journey for more job opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, they were building a dam in a, gotcha. a town that my family is from. And I know that my great grandfather, um, you know, worked. And that was some of the, the work that he took That's on. Really cool. And I'm sure that there was other things as well. Yeah. And so, yeah. So we have this big group of us in California. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that came from my great-grandfather and great-grandmother and we have other relatives that we unfortunately don't know right. i could have a relative listening don't you feel that way sometimes yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes. um you know so you know uh, there are a lot of migration stories right. in families and so it is really interesting to see that folks are leaving uh, yeah. Some of these Western states and other parts of the country and kind of going back yeah. to the South. 
that's interesting like how you said a lot of uh if you trace back to maybe two or three generations it, they all always families in california always trace back to the south like my grandparents on my mom's side both from texas and then on my dad's side i believe arkansas so you know mm-hmm. they all come for came for a better life you know what i'm saying maybe they came for the gold and, and the, of the gold rush i don't know, <laughs> I, don't know. But I, don't, anyway. I don't think so but <laughs> right. i mean it would have been nice but you hear stories uh, also shy about how folks would, were leaving the south to go to like chicago and new york and like they were they were going west or they were going up north to kind of just get away from it all so it's definitely interesting to see that they're going back and i'm yeah. gonna see why i have my theories as to why but well let's, let's just hop let's, into let's some of on. those theories i mean just kind of on like the surface mm-hmm. why do you think black americans are going back to the south as a person who doesn't live in the south okay uh i think with us being real estate investors in the south and being there as much as we have been in in the past two three years i think you get a sense of like a slower pace of life mm-hmm. um it's, it's it's definitely less expensive than a lot of coastal areas especially you know or big cities if you will like you know cali in cities in cali in illinois and new york stuff like that uh and this is what I hear from people in the South. This is what I hear. I heard uh, it's going to come to me who I heard say it. But as far as the, you know, let's address the elephant in the room, the racism. If you're in the South, it's more understood. This is how I feel. This is how this group of people feel. There's no ambiguity as to uh, feelings there. Right. So if I'm of one group and I'm, live in an area with folks I, i'm with i'm I rock with y'all is if, if i wasn't rocking with this particular group i would live on the other side of town like this i don't want to say it's segregated but to a large majority it feels like not that racism has been resolved but it's just like we have an understanding here whereas in some of the bigger cities it's a little more covert it's a little more hidden. It's a little more uh, uh, microaggressions on the job. It's a little more, you know are, what I mean? The racism a little more the, subtle in than in the South. In the South, okay. is under is more of an understanding of mm-hmm. where people stand as far as racism. In the big cities, they're smiling your face, but all the while, they want to take your place. Oh my! You goodness. see what I'm saying? So I think it's some of that too. It's just like, you know what? I'm tired of this big city life, man. I just want to kind of go somewhere where I could be with my people and I can just be. It's almost like back to the motherland kind of kind of vibes to go back to the south. That That's the energy I get when I go down there. It's just like, it's kind of like, man, this is kind of feels like home for some weird reason. You know what I mean? What you think, though? Um, I think the cost of living is definitely a huge one. I think that. Uh, folks tend to feel that if they that they'll have a better quality of life. I yes. mean, that's the only. I mean, that's a really good reason to to leave. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I think that that plays a big role. You're priced out of uh, these big cities, man. Right. You're priced like, out of your local market. Yes. Um. More job opportunities, you think, down there, or 
Possibly. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that the article talks about is that it's a lot of black professionals mm-hmm. that are actually t- uh, taking part in the new great migration. Yeah. And so that is um, interesting to see that it is folks who, you know, are educated in their working professionals. Yeah. You know, Shia, while I've never been to Atlanta, I almost drove out there. I had a free day one day when I was in Montgomery. Mm-hmm checking on one of the, our properties and I was going to drive to Atlanta because it's a two and a half hour drive. I never did, but I hear that it's just a black utopia. I hear that it's very, like you said, professionals, people, you know, nice neighborhoods, nice, you know, black neighborhoods that are well established and been there years and, you know, and so I do hear a lot of that. Um, and I think that's a, that's a, probably another reason why a lot of people migrate they want to go be where there's more opportunities more affluence all that stuff mm-hmm. so yeah that's, that's to see you know more people that look like them yes in positions of power yes or you know more like black doctors mm-hmm. black dentists what and, a concept right yeah <laughs> we don't see too know, much of that out here we, we surprisingly don't. yeah, yeah we don't. i mean i wish that we saw more i mean we do live in a very very uh diverse area mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but as far as our sheer numbers they're not as high in california what do you think about that shire because you know we talk about this with our kids man when i went to school you know let's say elementary school we were at least a strong black kids were at least a strong 30 percent of the class you know what i mean you, if you had a class of 30 there was at least six seven eight black kids in there now our kids mess around to be the only black kids in the class so i love the diversity but it seems like the black population is shrinking in california to me it's definitely diverse don't get me wrong mm-hmm. but is our are our numbers shrinking well it depends on where you live yeah. right as far as what the classroom makeup will be yeah um but let's go down to that map really quickly right, and see the states that people are leaving and where they're actually going yeah so they had a nice visual, um, and this map is just a couple years old. So it's from 2015 to 2020, and the folks that uh, black people are leaving are California, um, and then also surprising to see Louisiana, sorry, sorry, I'm trying to make Mississippi, Illinois, mm-hmm. Michigan, Wisconsin, New York. Massachusetts and New Jersey. Yes. And as far as where people are going, um, and some of the places people are going are not uh, not necessarily to the South. Yeah. So I do see some other states where folks are headed, and it's not the South. So um, Washington State, Nevada, mm-hmm. Arizona, and um, that kind of makes sense we are seeing that that a lot of folks in california are considering moving just outside just of the outside state. like nevada yes. yes and possibly arizona washington i'm surprised to see that yeah me too and then also texas like you yeah, know, know quite a, a few california. people who have moved to yeah. texas yeah. um and not just black people black and and white folks yeah. have been uh have moved to texas for people that i know personally um, and then another state with a lot of gains is Kentucky. 
Wow, that was that's, yeah. okay. That's Pennsylvania, uh, DC. Yeah. So the DC area. Chocolate City. Uh, you know really? That's what they call it. Um. Okay. Uh, North Carolina, mm-hmm. Georgia, and Florida. Yeah, that sounds about right, man. That sounds about right. I'm not surprised by anything I've seen here on this on this map. Uh. Yeah. I. I mean. I don't know. Like, I don't know that much about the Midwest mm-hmm. in some of these states, but I can definitely see why Georgia's there. Of course, North Carolina, Texas. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. I feel like Kentucky might be getting a little bit of the folks leaving Michigan and Illinois. Right. You know so I mean? that's the other trend is that when there's a state with folks leaving, usually they're just going next door. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times they're going next door. So probably a lot of people, what, in Louisiana and Mississippi, they're going to, they're Texas, going to Texas or sure. they're going over to Georgia. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. It's Very interesting. interesting. Um, now, you, you highlighted that it was like from 2015 to 2020. Yes. And so prior to that, so with that first migration with, you know, started, well, they had, that's crazy. Look at they that. They have it. Start, so one of their maps shows 1965 to 1970. And it was a lot of people, like literally in the South, yep. were leaving. <laughs> Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia. So folks were leaving those states. Yep. And they were traveling to California, wow. to Illinois, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Wisconsin, Michigan. Yep. It's it's kind of like this flip flop, yes. kind of like over time. And yeah, I mean, I think it's this is very interesting. I, you know, I. So, I think it's safe to say a lot of people migrated in those sixty-five to seventy. I mean, from 65 to 70, you had Martin Luther King assassination, John F. Kennedy, Megar Evers, shoot, Malcolm X. I mean, you had all these. That was the height of Jim Crow. A lot of things were going on. So I could see why people were leaving. Do they? Do you think it feels like things are better, so we can go? We can go back. Do you think? What, what do you think? How do you think racism plays into the the, the, the them coming back to the South? Because I touched on that, but I want to hear your thoughts on it. Do you feel like? Okay, that's a little more. There's less races out there now, so now I, we can you know, go back. That's what, a what really that's a really interesting uh, lens. I don't even like. I wouldn't make my choice based off of racism. Okay. okay. <laughs> like I think the economic piece is that's doing it for you is really at the forefront of a lot of people's minds and the quality of life that they would be able to have. Um. Or the quality of life that they think that they will have. Let's just say that because sometimes you move and you find out that, you know, I'm actually living the same kind of life I was living and my quality of life hasn't improved that much. But I I, I think that there are a lot of things that play into the quality of life. It's the quality of schools, um, social life. You know, are you able to, to meet folks and to have experiences that enrich your life? And so... Yeah, that's a good point, Shara. Now let's let's take let's make it personal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, you hear my okay? <laughs> I wanted and 
at some point wouldn't mind uh-huh. moving. Okay, where you want to go? South. You know, <clears throat> I'm open. <laughs> I'm open to Montgomery, you know, Alabama. I'm open to seeing what Georgia has to offer. I'm open to South or uh, North Carolina, South Carolina. You know what I'm saying? I'm open to. I'm more open to the idea of moving to the, of being part of this great migration. So, what? Is, how do? You, how does that make you feel? Because <laughs> I know. What's your thoughts on moving? Would you ever move? Even in a retirement situation, or your kids are grown, or whatever, would you ever consider moving to the South, or are you just you good? <laughs> I don't know. I think I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> okay, give me some reason. I want to know why, though. Like, is it the weather? You know, but over the years, the weather here in California has Marcus. <laughs> Let's keep it under. It has changed. Yeah. Like it was not over the last like 20 to 30 years it has changed a lot like the storms are more severe we actually have we actually have fire seasons and when i was coming up we didn't have fire seasons there might be a fire once every few years where you're kind of like the sky is you know it's kind of smoky let's stay indoors today but to just have seasons of fire like it used to not be that way here and that's Oh, it's it's not fun. Uh, it's I mean, it's it was it's terrible. I feel that our our state has changed a lot. I feel like the homeless crisis in California is really out of control. Yes. It's really out of control. And I, I mean, I said I wouldn't move, but now you got me talking. I mean, come on now, Shar. <laughs> Um, okay. You know, I, I think the homeless is, is kind of a a big deal. It's so sad to see that they're not really getting the services that they need. Mm-hmm. And that every There's time. There's no plan in sight. Yeah. And every time I get into the car with, with my kids, it's something that they see. And it's a conversation that we're constantly having. And um, it used to be that homeless uh, folks would be in a certain part of the city and it was the part of the city where there were services yes um but now uh homeless our homeless population is i mean it's it's almost it's it's almost everywhere even in even in the suburbs Mm -hmm. um you know um so i i think that that has infected our affected our quality of life a little yeah, bit sure. in the fact that because here see, you are doing yeah to me that's human suffering yeah here you are trying to do well and feel good about your little self and and you build you know you you moving up in the ladder and you go out and leave, you leave your quote nice neighborhood and you see human suffering so it does one of two things it, you empathize with that person and then you feel like a little bit of uh What's that thing, Shy? When you when you get out the hood and you feel bad for it, what's that called? Uh, when you leave the hood, uh, you know, you grew up in the hood, you leave the hood, you, you hit it rich. Survivor's remorse. There you go. You're not much. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know you were going there. But no, you get you get a little bit of survivor's remorse. So you just you. How could you feel happy about your life when you you when, when right outside your door, 
is human suffering. I love that and you said that's what exactly what it is human suffering. It's human suffering, and then the taxes are so high. We have high state taxes. We have high property taxes. Um, the year before, we had this huge uh, budget overflow yeah, and surplus. Surplus. Thank you, Marcus. Now we're in this terrible deficit, and it's just like. I don't know. I, there are a lot of positive things about California. Don't get me wrong. But between the fires and folks not being able to get the services and help that they need to live their life with dignity. Yeah. I think that California has a ways to go. Yes. Is it enough to make me want to leave the state? I don't know. I mean, I was definitely leaning towards a no. Yeah. But... But I mean, those are. But there are some big issues here, and it's not to say that other states don't have their challenges. Right, right. I think for me, Shire, is like I have the ability to adapt to situations or mm-hmm. places. So like, I could find my place anywhere. I think. I think. That's good. Yeah, like when me and you go to visit other cities, or like when we went to Greensboro and we went to visit. Now we never have stayed like more than like three days there or whatever but just staying there or you know around charlotte or whatever i was just like yeah i could i could get in i could get in on this you know i i feel where I, okay i got with it you know yeah i could i see myself you places see yourself there yeah and then montgomery the last time the last property we got in montgomery i was able to be there for like four days and i had days where i could just drive around all parts of the city like surrounding areas and i'm just like okay this is cool oh they, man they got this nice community over here so i always be you know i always be like okay i see where i could me and my family can fit in here uh but that's just me maybe everybody's not like that and then i know you mentioned before moving to another area that's maybe more affordable sometimes prices you out in the event you want to go back to this expensive place you're living, you're living. it could that's a good point I think that above all is what keeps us in California because we know that California is like one of these places where everyone, when you get money, everybody want to get a house in California. Everybody want to get a house in Florida or Miami. And we like, well, we here. So why would we leave if this is a place where everybody wants to have their quote second home and stuff, you know what I mean? Or their summer home and wants to be here. I think some of that plays on our minds too. But these, these numbers are interesting. Yeah. What, what, what do you think about what I just said? Anything? I'm just talking. No, I mean I think that's true. I, I don't know. Yeah. I I don't know. I. I think if a person wants to move, then they should, yeah, they should venture definitely. out. I don't know that I would want to live. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, check this out. But maybe if I traveled more, you know, I yeah. I don't would not just pick up and just move somewhere. That's I would definitely. Point have to travel there and i i think it's really uh special when you're somewhere and it really feels like home yeah and yeah you love that place and you feel that that place loves you back and yeah not not all cities have that so i i, I think that's point. that's wonderful it's a good point Shire. well I, I just wanted to kind of uh zoom in on cities and metro areas that okay. are experiencing growth because i think that's pretty interesting so let's get to like 2015 20 to 2020 some of the biggest growing metro areas obviously atlanta mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying second is dallas 
Shire, remember when we were? It's funny because we were looking at Dallas like five years ago. Like, yo, Dallas might be cool. DeSoto is a suburb of Dallas. Mm-hmm. We was like, okay. Yeah, yeah they did like out. a new special on that. Yeah, we was looking at Dallas. Dallas was affordable. I ain't going to lie. I, we should have might have wanted to pull the trigger on that. But also Phoenix. I'm seeing a lot of people that saying Phoenix has a vibe about it. You know what I mean? So Phoenix is the third uh, largest metro that for blacks uh, migrating to. Las Vegas. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. And of course, Houston. <laughs> no surprise to see Atlanta and Houston on this list. Right. Anytime a black person wants to change their life and start afresh, they get up, they pack up, and they move to Houston or Atlanta. <laughs> That's kind of the, the running joke. But what do you think about these numbers, Shire? That's a lot of people. That's a lot of and it's a lot of, a lot of growth. Yeah. Now, let's look at 95 to 2000. That's when Atlanta became hot Atlanta, the ATL, if you will. Yes. 114,000 migrants, black African-American migrants during that time That's huge. A lot of folks, You know, but that's, that's, I mean, that's so huge. To one city. To one city that I wonder how it shifted the the culture of the area yeah you know is it the same place does it feel the same with so many uh transplants Transplants, really you know i mean i think that's the other side of the coin Mm -hmm. um dallas had uh, had a lot of growth charlotte had a lot of growth from 95 to 2000 and yeah, Orlando, Florida, and Las interesting. Vegas. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay, and Las Vegas still is still on there, and so is Atlanta. Yeah. Now this is where me, your family, probably our migration from the South really kind of had it had its run. No, probably before this, but anyway, sixty-five to seventy, nineteen sixty-five to nineteen seventy is when folks were moving to the West Coast or to the coastal areas. So Los Angeles. We know a lot of even before. Yeah. A lot of families before that. But L.A. was huge. Detroit. You had the the car industry was booming. Washington, D.C. is number three. Okay. San Francisco, number four. My family. You know what I'm saying? My mom's family uh, all moved to San Francisco before before, around this time. Around this time. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. I got to check with it. I got to check the, the year. Look at you. <laughs> but anyway, San Francisco and then Philadelphia. Wow. So, yeah, things are changing. Uh, things are changing. And I think one thing is true, Shire. We want to thrive uh-huh. wherever we can make that happen for us and our families. We're going to go. I, You know, and it's, it's not a negative thing. I think sometimes people are can get stuck. Mm-hmm in life and sometimes a move and a change is kind of what what they need to reinvent themselves to just create or forge a new path so i don't see it as a negative thing to move and i i think some folks need to move and they haven't yeah you know not me. <laughs> y'all Not help me, me out, y'all. <laughs> Tell Shia that this is going and move, man. Now, nah, but what we want you all to do who's listening is to in the comment section of the well, the review section. Let's do that. Let us know how you feeling about the migration. What are your thoughts yes. on it? 
Have you participated? Have you participated in it? In it you know, would you participate in, it? or are you pretty much cool where you at? Uh, we want to know. We want to know. It's an interesting topic, and we definitely gonna be keeping our eyes on it. So, we hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you did, leave us a five star review in the review section as well. We truly appreciate it. Shad, you got any other thoughts on the Great Migration? No, okay. I'm interested to see what some of the comments will be. Yes, me too. Well, we're gonna get on out of here, and we hope you guys have a blessed week. We're gonna holler at y'all on the next episode. Peace. Bye.